Good morning, ladies. Happy Monday. In a little bit after this. Momming. It never ends, does it? <laughs> and it's always when I'm on a call that momming is happening the most. I am excited to be here with you, ladies. We have gotten through the first week of our year. We talked last week about goal setting and all things good. So I'd love to hear how your goals are, are going. If you haven't listened to that podcast, please do. It is a really good one on how to set goals that are outside of you, right? Goals that are in line with God's purpose for your life, goals that are in line with where God wants to bring you and looking at yourself through God's eyes. So look deep into that. If you haven't done it, there's um, a dream big exercise that we were um, giving out for that as well. If you hadn't have a, had a chance to get that document, you can comment dream big here as well. Good morning, Emily. I was just chatting with Emily. Um, can I share that you got a punching bag? I just shared and you didn't give me permission. <laughs> and I'm excited to start making uh, workouts for her with that because it's one of my favorite things. Uh, if you don't know, I got my start uh, love of fitness with kickboxing. It is one of my favorite things, MMA style training. So Emily, it's in, we're in, we're in for it. Um, so listen to that. This week, we are talking about trusting the process because if you started your goals last week and you started on um, your health journey, then right about this time, or right around that first weekend, you're either bored or you felt like you um, you feel like you fell off the train or uh, off the wagon or whatever that may be. We're going to talk about trusting the process and what God's word says about it and how we can implement that in our lives. First, we are going to pray as always. If you are catching us live, we are in our Fit and Faithful Moms group on Facebook. Every Monday morning, we've changed our time to 11 a.m. Eastern. We are here. You can catch us on YouTube, Spotify, um, Anchor, or any of your favorite podcast apps by searching Fit and Faithful Moms to get the latest updates as well. Make sure you subscribe and follow along. Uh, Lord God, we thank you so much for your goodness and your grace. We thank you for your word that is true, Lord. We thank you for the promises that you make, not the promises we make ourselves to try and be better, not the promises uh, we tell our families or our friends, not the lies that we hear from the enemy in the world, Lord, but your promise, the word that is true, the word that was and is and is to come. Lord, we thank you for your truth. We thank you for your disciples that wrote it down for generations to read it, to implement it, and to pass it on to our kids as well. Father, thank you for the foresight of our lives. Thank you for knowing us at our core. Thank you for making us Help us to remember that the very mere fact that we are breathing is a miracle and a gift from you, God. Help us to remember that you have not forsaken us yet. We may have gone through hard times and we may be beating ourselves up about things that we've done in our past, maybe things that we've just done this morning, but Lord, you are the king of redemption and that redeeming power lives in us. 
Lord, you have a plan for us. Help us to focus on your plan, not ours. Help us to focus on your promise, not ours. Help us to focus on your will, what you want for us and our kids, not our desires, Lord. Help me to speak your word clearly today. Help me to um, articulate what you have put on my heart and what you're working through me and let my testimony um, be helpful to those who are under my voice. Lord, I love you and I praise you in Jesus name. Amen. We always say um, to our kids, I'm telling you this because I've been through it and I don't want you to go through it. This is sort of one of those uh, teachings today. One of these lessons today is that I've gone through a lot of these things. I don't want you to have to go through it. And if you are going through it, I don't want you to have to go through it again. And I actually just got off um, a call with a client and I had to remind her and she's listening. I know it because she said she was going to as she food preps and plans things for her day. Um, consistency is boring. You know, waiting in the process is boring. And today we're going to, to talk about that process and how jumping the process or trying to skip through the process, it just leads to things that are subpar. It's not things that are greater than our minds can imagine that God has these. It's not those plans. It's, it's less than that. When we try to do things in our own power, we end up seeing a shortcut and things that aren't as great. But when we trust the process, the boring, consistent process, that is the same breakfast most days, getting up and working out, doing the dishes, doing the laundry, doing healthy eating, saying no to certain activities that don't bring life to your spirit. It's boring. Um, and I, I don't want you to think that you're alone on this. When we think about the Israelites, um, Old Testament talk here, in the wilderness, they got bored with Moses quick. And Moses constantly went to God and said, these people constantly complaining, complaining they have no food. We give them manna, complaining about the manna, complaining about the walking, complaining they should go back to where they were, complain, complain, complain. Can you not see yourself in the complaining? It can feel like complacency, but it really is just the everyday thing that we've got to stop complaining about and trusting that these consistent actions are good for God. I'm helping me with a word here. Do any of you guys do these? If any of you homeschool, these word letters, they sometimes like mix me up. To keep asking for something, change the vowel. Beg, right? If you keep begging people for things. I thought it was bug, but I already did bug. You already did bug. So we're going to talk about this. Before we um, get into my story, I want to talk about a few scriptures that I'm going to be talking about today. A few um, examples of consistency bug b-u-g oh beg b-e-g i know that e is a different vowel sound also we're studying spanish and man it's so much easier 
I, I go, so much easier than English. Once you really get into it, I'm like, man, why did we make this so difficult? Um, we're going to look through Job 31, 24 through 28. We are going to look at Psalm 37, 3. And we are going to look at Proverbs 28, 26. Those are the scriptures we are looking at. When we trust in consistency, knowing that it can feel like complacency and knowing that it can feel boring, but the consistent patterns are what make a difference. Not our own plans, but his. Do I have any bakers that are in here? I'm a baker. Anyone who's done cookie swaps over the holidays, I'd love to have a show of hands. If you are also a cookie fanatic, I also told um, my client this morning, I was like, it was hard for me to get off like the cookie for breakfast train this past week, because that's what I've been doing for so long. We've had so many cookies in the house. I'm just like, yeah, well, monster cookie, it has oats. So <laughs> must be fine. And getting back into my eggs and chopping up onions and peppers and, you know, oh, blah, making bacon. I know it seems like, oh, that should be exciting. Bacon is great, but that's routine for me. And routine was just not intriguing for me. So it was hard to get back into that, into that routine. But if you are a baker, show of hands, I want to know if you've ever done this trip up right? If you've ever done uh, this, this tr trick, this kind of, uh, oh, someone said that I'm doing hate speech, y'all. Is there any hate speech in here? I don't know. It depends on, I guess, if you're feeling attacked by the spirit. <laughs> if you've ever taken this shortcut with baking, you know, when it says for sugar cookies, you need to um, refrigerate the dough overnight or for any recipe of that matter where you have to refrigerate the dough. Have you ever um, needed to melt? I mean, I'll help you in a minute, babe. When you've ever needed to melt the butter or have softened butter, but you are a procrastinator when it comes to even baking cookies and you have to put it in the microwave or put it on the stovetop or do something else, and you should have refrigerated your dough, but you've got to get these cookies to someone's house in an hour. So uh, we don't have time to refrigerate the dough. We're going to just go ahead and, and power through this, this cookie baking. Do you notice if you've done that? Maybe it's just me and my subpar baking. But if I don't allow the butter to do its thing, its process of melting, and I try to rush it by putting it in the microwave, it's a completely different texture when I start whipping things together, right? It's not so creamy looking, looks a little oily. The, con uh, the consistency of the batter is different. I tried to rush the process. And then because I rushed that one process, even though everything else was done correctly, right? I followed how long they should go in the oven. Um, I put all the other ingredients in completely measured correctly. They come out different. They come out flat or they don't come out chewy or they don't rise correctly because I tried to shortcut this little step of melting the butter the right way. Same when I don't refrigerate the dough, 
right? When I try to rush that process, the cookies just don't come out right. I skip that part because it's boring. It's not doing anything that I need to do at this time. I need to get these cookies done in an hour. I need to get this done. I don't have time to refrigerate it. And the cookies just don't come out right. Like they're not as uh, poofy. They aren't, they're crumbly. They're not as solid. The same thing happens when we rush process in our health. And when we rush process with our nutrition and we rush process with our workouts, when we think taking the pills is the shortcut we need, when we think taking all these extra supplements that are going to su suppress our hunger is, is what we need. When we think doing only cardio to burn the most calories and weight training, it only shows, it doesn't mean show an active minute here. So that can't be worth it. When we start to shortcut those things in the process, the boring parts of consistency that bring results, we shortcut ourselves. So yes, consistency is boring. Me waiting for butter to melt, if I just stood there overnight watching it melt, that's, that's boring. There are a million other things I could be doing than watching my butter melt. But when I try to rush the process and put it in the microwave, the end result isn't as good as it would be. The end result isn't what the recipe called for. I then end up giving the recipe, right? You do this. Well, this recipe didn't work. Two stars. The cookies were flat. You know, this didn't happen. And it's not the recipe's fault. You didn't follow the instructions. The Bible is our instructions. It's right here. These are not wrong. The process in here is not wrong. It's when we get in our own way and we go, I don't need, this doesn't apply to me, right? This part doesn't belong to me. This is a well-used Bible, right guys? There's paint all over this. There's markings all in this. This is, this is a well-worked-on Bible. It's my favorite. Um, this isn't wrong. The recipe isn't wrong. You tried to shortcut it. You tried to shortcut it. You tried to do something in your own power to make the end result better. When God says that he's going to do immeasurably more than you can dream or imagine, it's without you getting in the way. We are in the way of ourselves. It's not the recipe's fault. It's not the Bible's fault. It's not your mom's fault. It's not your sister's fault. It's not your circumstances fault. It may not be what you want. It may not be what we would have chosen, but on the other side of that is a testimony, is a beauty, is something that's going to bring others to Christ, which is what we want, brothers and sisters. We don't need a size two body to do that. You can do that in your perfect body right now. Talking about your testimony of how it's hard, how it seems easy to fall into the entrapments of the world that this is quicker, that this is better, that this is all you need. How many of you have tried that? The pills, the fat, the rash diets, the starvation. God didn't call us to be starving. He called us to be satisfied. Mila, can you please pick up your crayons that Edo was eating? If it's not one thing, it's another, y'all. It's not 
It's not that you're too busy. It's that your priorities are mixed up. It's not that you don't have enough time. It's that your priorities are mixed up. It's not that you have too much on your plate. It's that your priorities are mixed up. You said yes to too much. So now we've got to live that out, right? But no one to say no. We all have the same 24 hours in the day. It's just saying that this is not working for me. These choices, these decisions I'm making aren't getting me towards where God's calling me to go. I'm going to have to say no to some of them, even when it's boring. I remember when um, I decided to stop drinking and I would wrestle with this because people who weren't saved that we hung around with, and even some people that are would go, well, I love the Heather that drinks. She's so much fun. That's not where God's calling me to be. He's not calling it for fun. In fact, he calls this life anything but fun. He calls it fruitful. Fruitful isn't fun. If you've ever pruned a tree, I would argue that fruitful isn't fun. And it was really hard for me. Like, I feel like I'm losing friends. Is this really what God wants? But the more I did it, the more people stopped asking me, are you going to drink? Do you want to drink? Do you want this? Do you want that? And they now just know me as she's just going, I know this isn't even much better. I'm causing myself cancer, but this is, (laughs) this is my thing for myself. We all have our own vices, a diet Coke or Pepsi. Like that's my thing when they're all, all doing it. If we hang out. They no longer question it, but it's because my consistency led them to know about. And it was hard at first and it didn't feel right. And it felt awkward, but now that's, that's just what they relate me to. If I didn't exercise, my husband would be like, what happened today? Because he knows me as someone that prioritizes my health. And exercise is is good for my mental health as much as it is for my physical health and my spiritual health. It helps me balance. He knows me as someone who exercises because that's what I do over and over again. I want you to think about the things that you do over and over again that you do consistently, whether that's binge eat, drink, starve yourself, try diets. You do things consistently. We just need to pivot what we do consistently. If you binge eat consistently, you can do something else consistently. If you fall off the wagon consistently, then you can stay on the wagon consistently. If you're doing things consistently, it's proof that you can, not proof that you can't. You have that trait in you. It's just sometimes the right path is boring. Jail, boring. House arrest, boring. Uh, being whipped on a cross, painful, horrible, something I don't, I can't even comprehend or imagine. Jesus was consistent. Paul, consistent in what they did. And it led to some pretty dark, low, boring places. If you are there, you're probably on the right path. You're probably going the right way. Let's, let's go ahead and look at scripture. Job, consistent yet horrible circumstances. My son's reading through it. He's doing the chronological Bible. We're going through Job a little bit together because it's hard. It's hard to read. Um, and even more so for a 12, almost 13 year old, like what is this? 
But Job's consistency was God. Job 31, 24 through 28 says this. If I've made gold my trust, and I want you to replace gold here, money, right? That's what it is. But food, alcohol, other people's opinions, what other people thought about you. If I was going by what society said was in 20 years ago, it would be out now. People's ideas and thoughts are fleeting. My own emotions go up and down on a minute basis. That isn't your security. Job says, if I've made gold my trust, said to find gold my security, that also is a punishable offense because I would then be disloyal to God above. What are you putting as your security over God? Circumstances, food, alcohol, really resistance to food, judging other people, hurting others because you've been hurt, not forgiving others because you don't think they deserve it. If you've made something else other than God your security, it's a punishable offense. You're being disloyal to God. God's going, that's not who I called you to be. That's not who you are at your core because I made you. God knows you. This world does not. We need to become less of ourselves and more like God. And that's really pretty to say. It's really hard to do when it comes to eating eggs every morning. It's really hard to do when we're trying to say no to a Snickers bar. It's really hard to do when we've got to get up at 5.30 and we're not a morning person to work out because it's the only time we can fit it in. It's really hard when we're saying no to things that we used to say yes to. If I made gold my trust, said fine gold, my security. That is also a punishable offense because I would have then been disloyal to God. You have a choice every single minute of every single day. I have a choice to take a sip of coffee right now or not. I have a choice if I was going to put creamer in here or not. I don't. I drink my coffee black. I have a choice whether I'm going to drink poison or not, even though that poison may make you feel good momentarily. It's not long-term. Your long-term loyalty has to be to God in the little everyday things, what you eat, how you move, how you think, how you talk to yourself, how you talk to others, how you forgive. Don't place all your faith, and it's not even faith if we can see it. Faith is believing in things that you cannot see. So if I'm putting faith in my food, that it's going to make me feel better, that's not faith. I can see it. If I'm putting faith in other people, that's not faith because I can see them. Stop putting all of this faith into mortal things like money or objects or people. That's all going to let you down. You're trying to do it on your own strength. You're trying to be better today. It's Monday. You've already failed. You messed up your breakfast. So the rest of the day is done. You just let yourself down. You're not doing it for God. Start thinking about that. Is this really faith? Can I see it? I should be able to have non-scale victories. The number on, on the scale, that's what's going to bring you happiness. That's something you can see. That's not faith. Having more energy, I can't tell you whether you do or not. That's something 
something you don't see. I can't tell you whether you're feeling more joy or not. That's something I can't see unless you tell me, unless you radiate Jesus. I can't tell you whether you're sleeping better or not. That's something you know. All of these non-scale victories are actually the big thing. Stop worrying about the scale. It's a mortal thing. It's going to go up and down. So that's Job 31, 21, uh, 24 through 28. The second thing, Mima, move it, please. The second thing we're, uh, verse we're going to look at is Psalm 37, 3. Trust the Lord and do good. Live in the land and farm with faithfulness. I've spoken this so many times. God gave us everything we need to survive. Everything we need to heal. Everything we need to thrive. And he gave us the Holy Spirit. How many generations before Christ came didn't have the spirit living within them, talking to them, fighting, trying to talk to you. Yet we ignore it. We ignore it. We ignore it. One of the first things I do with my clients is say, we have to balance your hormones, which starts with you listening to when you're hungry and full and not having pills tell you when you are like you actually listening to it because your, uh, hormones, your neuroreceptors, they run on train tracks, right? And you can tell used train tracks. You can also very easily tell ones that haven't been traveled in a while. They're overgrown, lots of weeds, don't know if you know, the tracks are even even when you tell yourself, when you tell your brain to stop telling you you're hungry because you don't want to eat because you don't want to gain weight. That's one less train. That's one less, uh, neural pathway. That's one less hormone that's being sent when it's telling you you're full and you keep eating wet, eating anyway, that's one less train. That's one less hormone. Your hormones are out of whack because we keep telling them to shush. If we don't listen to the very thing that keeps us alive, drink when we're thirsty, eat when we're hungry, stop when we're full, why would our brain say, send other neuroreceptors correctly? Because they're not going to listen to that. Stop taking supplements. You, you don't need them unless your doctor tells you. That's not for me, right? Low in iron, you've got all these other things going on. You might have um, vitamin deficiency. That's good. And we need supplements for that. But we're supposed to live in the land and farm faithfulness. We have to trust the process. We have to know that it's winter now, but spring is coming. You may be in a season of winter, but spring is coming. Just because it's dark and rainy and cold doesn't mean that it's going to be that way in August. There's a season that's coming in your life. There's a new season that's constantly going farm the land. Eat what God gave you. Drink what God gave you. Look at your labels on your food. In fact, try to eat as much things without labels as you can. Eat what God put here and farm faithfulness. It's saying, I've planted this and I believe something's going to grow. I can't see it. I can't see what's happening underneath. I can't see what's happening inside your soul right now, but I'm going to keep farming that knowing that there's something bigger and greater that's going to come from it. If I can't see it, that's where faith is growing and I'm going to farm it. That means you have to be in the word daily. That means you have to water it. That means you have to prune it. You have to get rid of some things that aren't helping it. 
Would you allow weeds just to overgrow your garden? No. Would you allow rabbits just to come in and animals to come in? No, you would fence it. You would keep it safe. You would watch it. You would make sure it gets water. You would put it in a place where it's getting sun. Is your spirit in that same atmosphere? Are you pruning it? Are you getting rid of things that aren't helping you? Mindsets, people, atmospheres, old habits. Are you pruning it? Are you giving it the water it needs, the water of life? Are you giving it Jesus every day? Are you giving it sunlight? Are you giving it darkness and allowing it to grow? Are you giving it rain? I want you to think about that. Are you farming your faithfulness? Or are you just assuming God's going to do whatever with you sitting on your butt? We can't. In order to farm faithfulness, you don't farm. It's, it's an action. We have to do something. We have to do something. You're going to have to change some behaviors that you've been doing to get to where God's calling you to be. That's going to be different for everybody. So live in the land, live amongst your people, give forgiveness and do things that will grow your faith, things that you can't see. Some things that may be eating differently, it may be working out differently, but some things it's going to be in, in secret. I want you to farm your faithfulness this year with your fitness and with your nutrition. And the last thing for trusting the process to consistency, when it's boring, when you just don't want to, you want something new and exciting and marketers know that. The new this, the new that, the new this, the new that. We're so fickle. We're such fickle people. We can't just stay consistent. And then we get something new and we want the old thing back anyways, right? Like we're like the Israelites. We're out of Egypt. Yay, we're free from slavery. And then we want to go back because their food was better. This is the power of food. I want you to know that it's not just you. This is the power that food has. So Satan telling you, oh, this is just you. You can't eat well. A whole nation of people were willing to go back into bondage, slave labor. Yes. To eat some better food than manna. Because manna was boring and it wasn't new and it was consistent. It was there every morning and they couldn't take more than they needed except for on Saturday so that they were on Friday so that they could have Sabbath or it would mold and rot. It was boring. It was consistent. Your consistent, boring actions are going to lead to lifelong change, are going to build your faithfulness. Proverbs 28, 26 says this, those who trust in their own reasoning, and I'm going to say your own reasoning or others, are fools. But those who walk in wisdom will be kept safe. You don't know what you want. You don't. You think you want weight loss? You don't. You think you want more energy? You think you want a bigger family? You think you want a better husband? You think you want all these different things? You don't know what you want. God does. 
the world has so many things infiltrating us. Even my kids with ads and commercials on TV, they think they know what they want. And the next minute is why like Christmas, you don't know what you want. You, you can't even pick one thing. What I want is more of this. And I want you to want more of this this year. Spend more time in this. This is where you walk in wisdom. This is where you will be kept safe. The same way you wouldn't just allow animals to come eat your garden. You wouldn't plant your vegetables in the shade where they never get any sun. You wouldn't just not water your plants on purpose, I don't think. If you're invested in your garden, you're not going to just intentionally let it die. Why are you intentionally letting your spirit go astray and your health and your nutrition? We have to set up some barriers. There's got to be a fence around us to protect it. It's going to be saying no to Oreos and buying them in the grocery store or chips and saying yes to the things that are in our parameter. Saying yes and looking at the things we can have, not focusing on all the things we're missing out on. I still hang with the same people. We, we just have different outcomes. I just don't partake in, in those things anymore. My wisdom came from the Lord convicting me to say, this isn't good for you. You're not who I called you to be when you drink. You're, you don't feel how I called you to feel when you binge eat. You aren't able to do what I call you to do when you don't work out and everything hurts. You can't be where I want you to be when you keep acting on your own, Heather. My wisdom has to be from him. Every single choice I make, whether I drink this or don't, whether I eat that or don't, whether I hang with them or I don't, whether I answer that call or I don't, whether I forgive or I don't, whether I work out or I don't, whether I do this call or I don't, whether I say I'm continuing with what God has put on my heart with this business. And even though I'm making nothing, I should push on. It's those things. Those are not yours. No. It's every single thing. You're going to have to put up the same thing in your life as you would a garden you care about that you invested in, you threw thousands of dollars in this garden, okay? You are growing and, and needing this food to grow where you've got nothing. You're gonna put up a fence, picket wire, you're gonna water it each day. You're gonna make sure it's growing in its right confines. You're gonna weed it. You're gonna make sure that there's no grass growing, taking its nutrients. You need to do that same thing in your life. Put up some healthy barriers. Put up some healthy barriers and stop looking at, oh, well, my, my tomatoes can't grow over into this land anymore. No, no farmer says that. We need our tomatoes to grow here. We need our cucumbers to grow here. We need our carrots and our onions to grow in their spaces. I'm not worrying that it's not growing over there. I'm worrying if it's growing where it should be. Stop looking outside your barrier. Start looking inside and going, yeah, it's gonna grow. I'm gonna water it. I'm gonna water it. I'm gonna put up a barrier. I'm not going to allow people to attack this anymore. I don't care about their opinions anymore. I don't even care about my own opinions anymore. I'm going to do the next thing God called me to do, which is to eat something nutritious for lunch today, which is to not drink alcohol, which is to not beat myself up anymore. What is that? Those who walk in wisdom will be kept safe.
kept safe. You need to keep your vegetables safe. You need to keep your harvest safe. We're going to have some barriers put up. So you better start getting okay with them if you're going to walk this health journey to saying no to things that just aren't good for you anymore. Stop trying to trust in your own understanding. What you want this year is different than what you want last year. What you want right now might be different than what you wanted when you woke up, which is to go back to bed, <laughs> right? Stop telling yourself you're not things. You are. You are them. You just have to actually do it. It's the hardest part is just doing it. Walk in wisdom. This is another action step. Do you notice God keeps giving us actions? Don't be a fool. Don't trust in your own. Walk in wisdom. Walk. Oh, I don't know what to even do for a workout. Walk. I don't even know what it looks like to eat nutritious food. Does it have a label? All right. It's going to be good for you. God made it. Good. Start there. I don't even know. My family never taught me. This is the blueprint. This is it. This is it. We can have excuses or we can have a different change of life. Oh, my financial situation is this. Look here. What can you do? Moses, Jesus, Peter, Paul, they all did things. You can do. You don't need to be the CEO of a company to get it done. You need to budget better. You need to see where your money's actually going. You don't have enough time. You need to see where your time's going. Is it going to things that are foolish or going to things that are going to bring fruit? So we need to have some action here. This is what I'm calling on you. Last week, we talked about our goals, making sure they're in line. This week, we're talking about what we have to do. It's going to get boring and that's okay. You got to trust the process because when I let my dough sit in the fridge overnight, I get better cookies, better than I thought I was going to get. When I try to just go through making that cookie without the process and just rushing through it, they come out wrong. When I let my butter melt naturally overnight, my cookies come out amazing. Everyone asks, what's your secret? My secret is trusting the process. I'm not microwaving my butter or warming it up on the stove or whatever. I, I trusted the process. I let it sit overnight and that was boring. And I had to do other things. I didn't just stand there and go melt, butter melts. It's not going to get me anywhere. I did the laundry. I did other things, but those are always the best ones. When I rush it, they're flat. They're weird. They're like raw in the middle, cooked on the outside. They're weird. We don't want to, we don't want to do that. Trust the process. Do the action steps. Walk in wisdom. Farm faithfulness. Farming's not easy. I've had a few clients that are farmers. I don't even know how they do it. That's all from God. Farming your faithfulness isn't easy. You have to Farm your faithfulness and trust the Lord and do good. He's not calling you to do perfect. He's calling you to do good. Live in the land of his, of his farm and farm faithfulness and stop putting your trust and security in that 
my emotions. I'll feel better if I just eat this ice cream. I'm going to eat my emotions away. That's the world. Since when did eating a box of chocolates cure your sadness? Since when did, oh, forget it. I'm just going to have this because I've already messed up my day. When did that ever make you feel better? It makes you feel worse every single time. Talking badly about that person, gossiping about them, not working out, talking bad to yourself, thinking you're never going to make it. When did those things make you feel better? They don't. It's a punishable offense in being disloyal to God when you put mortal things above him. Money, people, opinions, your thoughts, your ways. I, I am not perfect at this. This is, this is what God's been working on through me, driving me back to this with all of my choices, taking my time and trusting the process that I don't have to say yes or no right away. I don't have to act on impulse. I can reference this first and get back. I can say no. You have the power. If you have redeeming power in you, you have the choice to say no to more ice cream. You have the choice and the power in you to say no to pizza. You have resurrection power living in you. You can say yes to a workout. You can say no I don't have the time for that right now, even if it's a good thing, but your schedule is packed. You can say yes to making time for more wisdom. So as we progress this year, trust the process. I know it seems slow. I know it seems boring, but shortcuts aren't getting you ahead. It's making crappy cookies and you're not a crappy cookie, right? You're a great cookie. Your soul is perfectly made. Who you are at the root is perfectly made. This world has hardened you like that cookie that's raw on the inside, but hard on the outside. And it's all weird. The world has done some weird things to our minds. Let's cleanse it this year. Let's trust the process, even if it's painful, even if it takes people away, even if it makes people go, mm. Why aren't you doing that anymore? This is weird. Who cares? Even if it means you saying, I don't know. What's God say about that? What's the word say about that? Because this is the truth. This is your blueprint. Not what Susie thinks. Not what your mom thinks. Not what your husband thinks you should do. This. This is your blueprint. Go back to this. Oh, I don't know what to do. Walk. Oh, I don't know what to eat. Farm. Oh, I don't know how to, how to even get past that. Forgive. Oh, I don't know. Even when I looking up here, Proverbs 21, 21, the Lord can control a king's mind as he can controls a river. He can direct it as he pleases. Let God control your mind. Give God permission back over your body. Trust the process because Proverbs 21, two says, you may believe you are doing right, but the Lord judges your reasons. Are you eating healthy just to lose weight? Is that really what God called you to do? Be 120 pounds, be a size four. What's your reason? What's your reason for doing? And this is me just flipping open pages. Flip open your book. Flip open your playbook. 
flip open your reasons, walk, do an action today that gets you closer to God, not farther from him. Man, I think I have to read through all of Proverbs 21. That is what I'm going to do now as I keep reading through scriptures. I'm like, oh, that's good. That's good. We'll do it next week. This week, Job 31, 24 through 28, Psalm 37, 3, Proverbs 28, 26. Our whole theme is trusting the process, putting up your boundaries, putting and watering your spirit and your soul and taking it one choice at a time. Stop acting on your emotions. Stop thinking food's going to solve the problem and working out is going to make up for what I ate yesterday. Why are you doing it? Stop making things of this world your security because it's a punishable offense. And I don't want my God to be upset with me. I know there's things I'm doing every single day, but if it's a conscious choice of me looking at my bank account before I look at my Bible, or me looking at my pantry before I look at my Bible, or me looking at social media before I look at my Bible, my actions determine where my trust is. And I want my trust and I want people to know that it's here. This is not failing. This is a promise that will not fail. Go back to this. He will guide you. If you are ready to sign up for a trainer that is going to lead you in this way, going to push you in this way, there are multiple things that you can do. I've decided this year to open up my client group to help more women than ever before. You will get group coaching calls. Um, you will get Bible studies in there. You will get so many resources. You can join in to that membership only group. It's $50 a month. If you can't afford personal training, there's going to be live workouts in there once a week. There's so much support in there. If that's something you are looking to surround yourself more with because your boundary is going to be different. You know, it's going to look different this year. Comment group below. We'll get you in there. If you're looking to do the methodized mom program, you can do it at your own pace for $499. It is 14 weeks of this hardcore putting this into action. You can do it at your own pace. And if you're looking for personal training and nutrition, more one-on-one -on -one time with me, we can absolutely talk about that look, uh, what that looks like as well. That starts at $179 a month. You can comment training. You can comment methodized mom for the program. You can comment group if you want information on the group. But more than anything, I want you to know that you are seen. You are loved. And the trials you are going through are leading to good things. I know it doesn't feel like it, but we're not trusting on our feelings. We're trusting on our faith. Push forward, sisters. We've got things to do this year. You and I have got things to do this year. You have a calling over your life. We're going to break some chains that the enemy has on us through food, nutrition, and mindset. We're going to break those and move forward for the kingdom. Have an amazing rest of the week. I hope that this was beneficial to you and you got something from it. And I will talk to you soon. Bye, ladies.